to Divine Destiny Steps Podcast, where I am your host and founder, Evangelist Sherry Dunn. During this podcast, I'm going to be giving you Divine Destiny Steps that will assist you on your spiritual journey. So, come on, let's go. Destiny is waiting for us. Well, hello, 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 and welcome once again to Divine Destiny Steps. We pray that everything is going well in your city and your state on today. We know that this is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good and his mercies endure forever. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. I will bless his holy name. Hallelujah. From the rising of the sun until the going down of the same, our God is truly worthy to be praised. Well, I am excited about today's broadcast. Praise God. Hallelujah. I am thrilled on today to have this phenomenal woman, hallelujah, as our guest on today, Pastor Monica Miller. Hallelujah. Yes, she is the senior pastor of Destiny Kingdom International here in this great city of Louisville, this great state of Kentucky. Praise God. Hallelujah. We bless God to have her on today. We thank God, hallelujah, for this woman woman of God who has uh, has a purpose in the kingdom. Praise God. And so welcome today, Pastor Monica Miller. We know that there are so many other things you could be doing on today, but you have taken the time out to talk with us and we say welcome. Well, hello. Hello. Thank you for having me, Evangelist Sherry. All right then, praise God. Well, how's how is how are you? I should say coping with this pandemic and this this quarantine that uh, that we all have been affected by. Praise God. <laughs> I'm just you know going with the flow, trusting God, and uh, allowing you know Him to uh, lead, guide, direct me, and you know uh, even in the midst of the storm, learning to continue to walk in the peace of God. Amen. Amen. I'm telling you, this pandemic, you know, has really, um, I want to say, exemplified the power that God has in his people. I'm telling yeah. you, not just, you know, in a sense, and, uh, uh, you know, the power that, 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 you know, um, we, we talk about, you know, but the power that God has allowed us to discover that there is greater power within us. I truly believe that during this pandemic, God is doing something great. He's doing something great. And I know that it's starting with us, the people first. Amen. And so that's what we can kind of talk about on today, how it is that even though uh, we may be in uh, a situation that we may be experiencing some adversity or uh, Whatever we might be going through, whatever we might be going up against, we know that God is the God that has equipped us with the power to stand. What does he say? Stand against the wiles of the enemy. And so that's what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be uh, going to the book of Samuel. You know, this is going to be a conversation, but we're going to be in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 17. And we're going to kind of bring out how it was that uh, when David decided 
decided to stand on the word of the Lord that he knew, praise God, hallelujah, that his faith in God would bring about, praise God, the blessings, if you will, of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And so we're going to talk about how it is that, hallelujah, in this pandemic, during this this time, praise God, that we're separating from everything else. And I want to call it um, in the valley, if you will. Praise God. There's great things that are growing in the valley. And I know you know that, but also in the valley, God will expose us to some giants that we're still dealing with. Come on, somebody. And so, Holly, I'm telling you, this is going to be a power pack conversation on today. And I know that the power of God is just going to set amongst us on today. And we thank him. Hallelujah. So let's jump right into it. Just giving you a, just a brief background of what God has been giving me on today. You know, in the book of First Samuel chapter 17, you know, what really stood out to me was that, hallelujah, they both, hallelujah, the children of Israel, so to speak, saw and the men of Israel had gone to the valley, correct? They had gone to the valley, uh uh-huh, and they went up to the valley for the very purpose to fight the enemy, and the enemy himself was there in the valley. And God was revealing to me, as I've stated in my opening, that he will allow some adversity or he will allow some things to take place, praise God, um, so that we can understand that there are giants that we must conquer, that we must face before we can move further in life. So he was showing me that not only was Saul and the men of Israel at the valley, the giant was there. And then he posed the question to me. He says, when I show you the giants that you're still facing with while you're in this wilderness, while you are in your quarantine time, come on, somebody, praise God, hallelujah, while you're sitting with me and you're supping with me and you're, you know, drawing closer to me, when I show you these giants, uh uh-huh, praise God, the question is, what stands between you and the giant? What stands between you and the giant? Because as we read that story, y'all, praise God, we'll see that that Saul and the men was on one side and the giant was on another side, but down in the valley, praise God, hallelujah, would be the place where David would meet the giant. And God began to tell me what's standing before you that will not allow you to go forward. And we're going to read about that. So Monica, Pastor Monica Miller, with that, what would be your take on that? Okay, okay. You said that what is standing in between us? Yes. Let's keep it off. Well, it, it's well, praise the Lord. I mean, it can be a, quite a few things that can that could be standing between you and stopping you, uh, and um, fear yes. of having the job. Uh, you know, fear paralyzes us, yes. you know, so we got to understand that we cannot allow the spirit of fear to come on us, because then when fear comes on you, it will make you hesitate in doing what God has told you to go forth and do, and you're talking about uh, depression mm-hmm. that, you know, going on your mind that will cause confusion in your mind, I mean, there's so many things that can uh, stop you from going forth and uh, fighting the giants in your life. I mean, it's so many things uh, that we're not careful 
we will allow little bitty small things to to to, to stop us and from uh, keeping us from going forth and doing the things of God. Yes, but you just pointed it out exactly what um, Saul and his men were dealing with because after, uh, it was only after, I should say, that the giant began uh, to spew out his venom because when you go back to that story, he says to uh, the people, he says, listen, choose a man from your tribe. This is what he says. Uh huh. And let that man come down to me. Uh huh. And if he's able to fight and kill me, uh huh, then we will be your servants. But if I prevail against him and I kill him, then you shall be our servants and you shall serve us. And the men, the Bible says that they became fearful. They became fearful at what the enemy was speaking to them. You know what? Hallelujah. That is so it on today. Fear will paralyze Paralyzed yes. keep you stuck because see they were up there. The Bible said they were up there for forty over forty days, uh huh, at the at the battle, but never, never uh moving forward, uh huh, to fight against the enemy. So fear does paralyze us. Uh huh. But here it is, Hallelujah! You had one man, which was David. Praise God, David. Hallelujah! Knew that he had God with him. See, see, hallelujah, as I've stated, stated in my opening that um, the valley experience uh-huh, is a place where God is going to show us the giants that we're still dealing with. But to know that the giants is just an illusion. Come on now. It's temporarily. He, you know, he's, he's like this. Um, I want to say. He, what he does, he magnifies things. Praise God. Hallelujah. Like Peter. Thank you, Holy Ghost. When Peter says um, to be alert, uh huh, he says it's in the book of 1 Peter. He says, be alert. Okay. Uh, and he says, because uh, the enemy is roaring around like uh, a lion, uh huh, he's roaring around looking for someone to devour. So that word roar, he's loud. The enemy always magnifies things. Okay. He magnifies his voice. And when he magnifies his voice, that sets in fear. Yes, it does. And, and I was looking at over here, this is in Ryan 17. And then I went I went and I was looking at in verse uh, 37. It said, David said, the Lord who rescued me from the power of the Lord and the power of the bear. Mm-hmm. Come on. Rescue me from the hand of the Philistine. And Saul, Saul said to David, Go and may the Lord be with you. And that's the attitude that we have to have. Yes. Paul, that God, uh, 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 he rescued me from all these other dangers. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about, we're talking about in past tense. Mm-hmm. That, that's behind me. Now, why wouldn't I believe that God as I go forth. Come on. Mm-hmm. So he say that he was too young, he didn't know what he was doing. Come on, we don't all don't none of us really always know some things, but if the Holy Spirit is with you, God is with you and he say do it, then you gotta do it. You and that's where the fear you allow the fear to paralyze you when you 
Right there, we can talk about that one. Hallelujah, um, for a while. giving you something to do. Hey, who can be against you if God is for you? He's more than those that are against you. But you're saying so much right about now, sis, because I'm telling you, when you decide to move forward, as we get ready to see how David, uh-huh, he decided to move forward simply because you already have pulled, pulled it out, that David had already had experience on the backside, if you will, hallelujah, uh, with the bear and with, you know, the lion. He had already had experience with them physically. Hallelujah. So when this uncircumcised Philistine come up, you know, talking all this smack, if you will, you know, he's boisterous, he's loud, you know, that's that's just like the enemy because he wants you to hear what he's saying. But it didn't matter what he was saying because he had already had history with fighting him and defeating him. But people, come on, people, when they see you going to stand hallelujah, and do what God called you to do, hallelujah, they're going to come with every fiery door that they could possibly come, but you got to keep your, what I've learned, I'm going to just put me in, what I've learned to do is stay the course, stay focused, keep my mm-hmm. mind stayed on Jesus, because he will keep you in perfect peace, look unto mm-hmm. him who is the author and the finisher of my faith, I have adopted a tunnel vision, uh-huh, when it comes to folk, you know, uh, spewing their venom out, when it comes to the enemy, you know, trying to get into your ear, because when we go back to the book, listen to this, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, when we go back to the book of Genesis, hallelujah, and we'll read that uh, Adam and Eve had everything that they could possibly ever want in the garden, God had already set them up, hallelujah, they didn't have to go outside the garden for nothing else. Praise God. And the devil was mad about that. He was mad. Hallelujah. They were in position. They were prosperous. They were protected. Come on. They were doing what God had called them to do. God gave Adam, hallelujah, Eve for the very purpose of being that helpmate. Okay. So they had everything they could possibly have and they were doing what they were called and chosen to do. And the enemy, what did he do? He gets in the ear of Eve. Uh-huh. Hallelujah. He got in her ear. And when he got in her ear, come on now, he wreaked havoc and he caused her to lose her position. Hallelujah. So in this season, we ain't got no time to be getting kicked out. Mm-mm. Not so. Uh-uh. No, not so. We don't have no time. Come on now to come down off the wall when there is a great work to be done. We ain't got no time. Come on now to be listening to what the enemy 
is talking about. Now listen, hallelujah, to see what he's saying. Come on, but don't allow what he says to penetrate our heart and penetrate our mind and get us off of what God has called us to do because regardless of the giant, we already know, hallelujah, that God is with us. He's more than those that are against us. And he's already given us the power. See, listen, we've already done went around this rodeo, so to speak. That's why we're still living on today. So let's talk about this thing. Yeah, we just have Come on. We just had a conversation. We just want to encourage somebody is is listening to our voice and saying, you know what? Wow, I always God been telling me to do this and do that. But I, the fear, the fear of what people gonna think. Well, I got something to tell you right here. This is coming. Here you go. It says, if you want to do something for God, mm, come on. to understand that there will be hundreds and maybe thousands of times when Satan will come up against you. Yes. So in, and that is to encourage yourself. Yes. Right? We know you must have courage to go forward yes. and fulfill God's plans. Come on, somebody. Yes. He said fulfill God's good plan for your life. Yes. It says when you become discouraged, you become weak. Yes. And lose courage. Come on. You say you become weak and lose courage. You need to go forth. What must you do in in times mm. of destruction? Shake it off. Mm, come on. You say shake it off in faith. Come on, somebody. And reconnect. Yes. See. Because see, all this stuff is disconnecting you from God and what he says. Now, it ain't taking you away from God, but it's taking God could cause you, fear could cause you to doubt what God is saying. But it says, shake, shake it off. Yeah, come take on it. here. Shake it in your flesh, not just shake it in your own strength. It says, shake it off in faith. In faith, yes. Connect. It says, the victories God has already given you. Come on, somebody. Yes. Have confidence that He will be strong in your weakness and use you for his glory. If we don't get that peace right there, whatever God is telling us to do, it's not for us. It's for his glory. So if it's for his glory, why wouldn't he give you the power and the strength to go forth and do what he's called you to do? Come on now. Come on here in this place on today. It's something that he's trying to get out in the atmosphere. Yeah. It's something that he wants the broken people to hear. It's something that he wants people who dealing with the tides that's coming up against them. God and he uses people like all these people, like you, me, all of us, with kingdom titles. We're still all their people. We ain't no God. Woo, good we girl. Mm-hmm. We got to have God's anointing, and we got to have God's direction. When He gives to you, He gonna keep you and cover you. He gonna go before you. He's already made the streets crooked. 
takes me to my next question. Well, really, the question is what David posed. Come on now. He says, what shall be done? In the scripture, it says, what shall be done to the man that kills this Philistine and takes away the reproach from Israel? What shall be done? What is it that God is going to do for the individual, as you were saying, that will stand, that will stay the course? Hallelujah. What is going to be done to the one that will stand up against this giant uh uh-huh, that comes to defy uh and challenge God's people? What is God going to do for his people that will stand on the front line and be steadfast? Okay. First of all, God tells us in Romans 3 and 22, it says, the righteousness from God comes through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. Now, if God's righteousness is coming forth, guess what? Whatever enemy devil tries to come up against you, it says, and then you go back, and there's another story, there's another scripture. And it says, Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes through me, comes through the Father, except through me. Now, here it is. If God is putting something out through you, if he's telling you to do something, mm-hmm. he's sending somebody a message. He's speaking through his vessels, the people of God who believe. Who believe. Now, you might not quite be there right now. But when you start to share something from God, and then if you might not even understand it right now, but God don't bring it to you. He don't, it's not so serious. We come, believe, oh my God, it. Faith comes by hearing. Yes. And the word of God. Yes. See, you know, I never heard this one, I had a servant just say it. But something in your spirit don't, don't click. Wow. When we talking about, when we talking about, you know, when we talking about, um, God, blessing the person that will stand against this Philistine. We're talking about what God is going to uh, have take place in your life when you stand up against these giants. What comes to mind to me that when you go up against a giant, as you talked about fear, when you stand in the face of fear, with the power of God and the word of God, the word of God, which is what? Sharper than any two-edged sword. Uh huh. That fear doesn't even have any power over, over us. In fact, it is false evidence appearing to be real. It's not real. So when we stand up against fear, when God has us in a place, come on, uh, where he's showing us these giants and this giant might be fear and he's telling us to face this giant. We can't face it without having faith in God. As you're talking about, we can't face it without believing that God is gone before us and he is going to make this crooked pathway straight. We can't face this giant without knowing and believing and trusting that God is going to dismantle, hallelujah, this giant, that he and only he, with the power of the word of God, hallelujah, will send this giant back uh-huh, to the place of hell where it came from. Praise God. So when we stand, talk about what God is going to reward us with, hey, he's going to reward us with liberation. 
Hallelujah. And the sun says free is free indeed. That's right. If we stand up against that giant of addiction, let's just talk about that. Let's just make it applicable, applicable to our lives and the families that we, you know, our family members that we, you know, deal with. Hallelujah. When we come up against this addiction through prayer, hallelujah, in the word of the Lord, hallelujah, it has to be broken. It has to, has to bow down. Go ahead, Monica, Pastor Monica. Okay. Oh, praise God. It's, it's hard. Why would you go there? Okay. Let's talk about addiction. There's many addictions. It's not just, when you say addiction, people just don't say addiction. No. There's sex addiction. Come on. There's drug addiction. Come on. And it's so, after all, it's just a lot of addiction. It's so many addictions. Yes. That, that, that you that, 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 that can touch themselves to you. Now, I'm going to give you a little small testimony. We just have a conversation, and I know there's it's people listening, but I ain't afraid of the devil no more. I ain't, I ain't afraid to give uh, my testimony because I know God got me. Because I know sometimes some of these testimonies that I give can help somebody. Somebody's in that addiction right now. When I first got saved, sanctified, it was the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you, love the Lord. I mean, it was a process for me. Still letting go of some things. I had a, to me, it was a sex addiction. Every time you feel like you just had to have a man. Come on. Man, I- have no time, man. Ain't got nothing. I always moving in with a time stay. Come on, somebody. <laughs> Shit, come on, tell them how to help us on today. I'm talking about, but it didn't matter. As long as it can make me feel good, and I still was not totally delivered, right. but I know that God touch me because I had got it up on a Bible based church, a man of God that was anointed and bought by faith. I'm talking about. Either you're gonna be hot or cold. Which one you gonna choose? Man, what a child. 
Right. It, it was just misconstrued. You know, misconstrued. Uh-huh. Go ahead. right there. I think you know my testimony as well. Had gone through that too at been seven and eight. And you do. You do. If you don't get that help that is needed and necessary, you know, growing up in those most in, uh, immature times of your life, if you don't get that help, then you know, those feelings, if you will, um, those bad feelings, I want to say, can um, roll over, you know, and follow you into your adult life until, you know, uh, until you get the help. And just so happened, our help, I would believe that, you know, I could speak for you as well, uh, came from the Lord. It wasn't through a psychiatrist or a doctor like that. It was with sitting with God. Yeah. Well, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me take you back. God led me somewhere. And it, I mean, he led me and I'm going to take this out of time. You know, I became a, a, a drug addict. I mean, I experienced so many different things because I didn't know the root of my hurt and my pain. I didn't know the root. I didn't know how to dig up that root. So also, I didn't know how to get that dirt, get in that dirt and dig that root up so I can get the freedom that I needed. So God did. He led me to a program uh, uh, that helped me for so many years. And, and I, today I'm, I'm from, from drugs. But as I was getting free from the drugs of alcohol, uh, today I can say I had 23 years, I'm sorry, 28 years. I'm still for myself, the devil's a lie. 28 years. I got clean 1992. But as I was in that process, I start to learn some things, and I'm not, and, you know, God had to lead me somewhere else to get off the drugs first. Mm-hmm. And I called. Oh, I met Jesus along the way. Right. Come on, son. Right. I Jesus in at the, the end of, you, at, at the root of it, you, you had to meet Jesus. I met Jesus. For real, for real. Right.
those eyes. Yes. To fight devils and demons and demonic spirits, we got to go in prayer. We yes. have to be taught. Spirits have to be trained. Yes. See, sometimes the man can't train your spirit to do. Yes. But the Holy Ghost can train your spirit to do all of it. Amen. That is so true. That is so true. It gonna, it's going to take God. He said, I send my word and I healed them. It ain't going to take nothing else but the word of the Lord to deliver us and heal us. Yes, you know, we can go and we can find all these programs, but we got to set ourselves down. And as we know, praise God, when we look, look, draw closer to the Lord, he will draw closer to us and he will deliver his people, no matter what the giant in our lives may be. We already know that God is for us. We, we already know that God has the power to do anything but fail. We know these things, but we got to get in a position of casting all of our cares upon him. We got to get in a position of calling on him. Hallelujah. Nobody else, like I said in the beginning, God will sometime allow, you know, the adversity to come, praise God, to even test our faith in him. Right. And, but you know what? And, and, and you know, like, so we just have a conversation and we're being real. But it's ain't no, you know, for pretend. I, we're being real because I just put something out there that I really don't even put out like that. But I, the Holy Ghost gave me permission. Because somebody is, you know, you never know who needs to hear that. Mm-hmm. That they can be from uh, that hurt and that pain. They don't have to check that uh, unforgiveness around. I mean, for years. I would see uh, this person uh, like they was alive and they, they was dead. They died. Uh, they died. But my thing is, I could still see that person. Uh, I could just be sitting somewhere right. and that vision of that person would come to me. You know, that's because I hadn't let it go. I hadn't. Yeah, I had to forgive that person. Yeah. Unforgiveness is a, 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 a one of the big that can, that can freeze you up yes. from moving in God. I had to forgive that person. Yes. He knew that person died. That person was close to me. Mm-hmm. That person, really, I don't even have to go to that person's funeral. Come on, somebody. Because yes, yes. the person was so close, it was almost like family. Yes, yes, yes. And that's something you did. You know what I'm saying? That's something that um, you had to do because you had gotten closer to God and you had to forgive that person. You know what? And uh, that giant had to be brought down because in order for us to move further in life, and we're going to see how, you know, um, David had to fight that giant in order for him to move further, in order to him, for him, I should say, to be crowned eventually as the king. There's some fights that he had to go through. There's some giants that he had to face and David could have praise God very well you know uh fleed from the giant you know he could have well you know said no this is too large for me this is too heavy for me um this is something that I'm not ready to face right about now but as I've stated in that opening the giant's voice is so loud his strategic plan is to keep us paralyzed and God is saying in 
this season while you're sitting with me. Although, although the pandemic is taking place, there's a purpose for this pandemic. I want that unforgiveness out of you. I want that bitterness. I want all these giants, that anger, that strife, that discord, even the giants of listening to other people's opinion. Come on now, because we kind of tap to, into that. Because when God has called us to do something, praise God, and to my listeners on today, if God has called you to do something, he put that vision on the inside of you, praise God, and you may feel like Joseph in this season, because you've done shared your vision, you done shared your dream, hallelujah, with dream killers, uh-huh, and vision stillers, praise God, and you may be, praise God, be put in a pit, come on, somebody, hallelujah, their opinions of you and the weapons of the enemy does not, hallelujah, Stop the power of God. Hallelujah. If God has given you something, praise God. Rise up. Don't be fearful. He says what? Don't fret because of evildoers. Because if I called you to it, I equipped you for it. David, he had already been chosen, y'all, in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 16. Remember, if you don't know the story, hallelujah, it was Samuel, hallelujah, that God sent, uh uh-huh, hallelujah, to the house of Jesse. Praise God. It wasn't a pastor. Come on, somebody. We're going to talk about this thing. It wasn't a pastor. It wasn't an evangelist. It was God himself that said to Samuel, I need you to go to the house of Jesse. And when you get there, uh huh, I've already got the one that I've chosen to be the next king. Because we do know that Saul, uh huh, the king at that current time was the people's choice. It was never God's choice. And so God is even speaking to his people that have put other people, uh huh, on a pedestal and positions that he never, ever, ever, hallelujah, wanted that for their lives. Yes, we are all ministers, but God strategically has offices of his people. What? Apostles. He has pastors. He has uh, 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 prophets, evangelists teachers, help, all of that, okay? But God is saying, I've got the chosen one at the house of Jesse. And when Samuel goes to the house, y'all, what did he find? He found all these brothers, uh-huh, prancing, uh-huh, like it was some pageant before him. And God had to quickly let Samuel know, listen, he's not the one. The first one you're looking at, He's not the one. The first one with all the degrees and all of that, she's not the one. Uh huh. She ain't the one. She looked the part, but she ain't the part. She don't even have history with fighting the devils. Huh? Come on now, somebody. She ain't got history with fighting the enemy, praise God, and defeating it. Hallelujah. Because we know that we defeated because we still standing. Come on, God. Hallelujah. And so God is letting his people know, listen, rise up and wake up. Because if I put it in you, I already chose you. And every devil, every demon, hallelujah, he says, I'm going to dismantle. You ain't going to have to walk in fear. Hallelujah, because you're going to remember that I'm with you. Come on. Yes, yes. Hallelujah. And you know what? And that, and, and that takes me to, uh, and, and when you said that, it, it's so powerful. You know, I'm going to take my time as I say this. We have to, when God says something to us, and we know that God has said it, we have to be obedient and do what God is to do. Yeah. Now, that 
prone to be uh, as 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 sometimes we can say, yes, he calls God, he calls evangelists, he calls pastors, he calls apostles, he calls uh, apostles, he calls prophets, he calls you know. But teachers, my thing is, we have to quit being so quick because okay, we have seen these. Okay, maybe somebody has seen you. Uh, struggle in in your past ministry in your walk in the Lord, uh, and then God suddenly do something. God is a suddenly God. Sometimes you don't need a permission to do anything, and then somebody has see that you have stepped out. But you know God called you. You know God told you to do this. You know God chose you. God gave you this. God gave you the dreams. God gave you the revelation. God told you what to do. And you've been obedient. And then you are looking for certain people to support you that's been in your journey, on this journey with you for many years. And know that you love the Lord. Know that you've been serving for. That you've served with them. You've been there for them. But then all of a sudden, they don't believe that God's called you. When you believe God called me when I was helping you, Come on, sis. Talk about that. She got the rapture of those jealous spirits. Yes. Because, See, oh my God, can I just interject real quick? Because you own it. You are so on it. Because when we read in that particular story, y'all, go back and read First Samuel chapter 17. Pastor Monica, we will read how it was that when David asked the question, what shall be done? Uh-huh, to the man that kills this Philistine and takes away the reproach from Israel, we see that his brothers, his only brother, his brothers, come on now, it wasn't nobody else, uh-huh. Hollywood, the Bible said that he was angry against David just inquiring about what would take place to that one. So you're right, even your family will listen, be jealous about you. It said in the Bible that a jealous attitude towards David. Yes. He tried to make David feel small and worthless. And that's what people will do to you. Woo, glory, God, hallelujah, because you said it, girl, as long as you were supporting them, because we do know that David was the one that was continuing on a daily basis taking them food. Remember, they was up there for 40 days, but on that particular day when David was like, hey, what, listen, y'all, he probably was like, and I'm just paraphrasing, he probably was like, listen, I'm tired of coming up here bringing y'all food. Ain't nobody, look, moved towards this enemy to keep talking and smack. So here they gonna get mad at him because he finally says, listen, what's gonna take place if I'm the one that stands out there and 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 and, and go up against this giant? What what am I gonna get for this? Come on. And the jealousy rose up against him. Hallelujah. And the rejection. Oh, glory to God. Don't you know? Hallelujah. I was just talking about the rejection and the rejection will come from your own kinfolk. Rejection will come from those that you even served up under. He served them for 40 days. It wasn't all about when they were bringing, he was bringing them that food. Because I'm telling you, this is blessing my soul on today. Clean, you are still keeping it on the word of what God is trying to get after his people. Jesus. 
the people he know he has chosen and calling, but the fear of going forth. So almost, well, I have been in ministry for 12 years, but for these last eight, maybe these last seven, eight years, the fear of, of being uh, 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 rejected the fear is not going forth. Yes. See, I've had pastor tell me, a pastor tell me one time, I, I, I know God, God showed me, uh, he has called you to go in the office of pastor. I know this, but, uh, 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 I mean, it, it was just the way, it was just like, I know God said it, but I, I just don't see it. Mm-hmm. When God said it, it ain't about what you see. It's about you you want when God showed you something, you have a responsibility to God to to to, to equip that person, to, to help that person, to point that person up, to and train that person. But your jealousy and your uh, insecurities, uh, we can call somebody. Jesus, and, and, and I've seen that in the lives of so many people. And I, you know, I really don't understand why um, do that individual have that, that disposition when clearly they see that you are operating uh, in the power of God. You're operating in the truth of the word of the, of the Lord, and you're operating in the will of God. And so, you know what? I, I don't even understand why uh, they tend to hold you, try to hold you back. But I know that, listen, those days are over. Those days are over because when the Bible tells us that after you've tasted the goodness of God, how can you go back to those beggarly elements of the world? How can you go back to being confined by man? How can you go back to allowing the voice of a man to be louder than the voice of the liberator? The devil is alive. Mm-mm. In this season, I believe the true worshipers, the worshipers that will worship God in truth and spirit, that has sat with the Lord, that are hearing what God, listen, that has fought the battles, that are winning the battles, praise God. They are rising up and they are facing the giants. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. What I so love about this story, praise God, is that when David, when David decided to go up against this giant, number one, he did not use Saul's armor. Uh Uh-uh. He wasn't going to uh -uh, take on somebody else's armor. One, because he wasn't used to it. Come on. He wasn't used to that. He wasn't used to that. Girl, 
of doing something. Come on, God is an evolving God. He's a moving God. He ain't the same God. Hallelujah. When he calls, when he causes you to do something different, he, he's a God. Come on, with the plethora, if, if you will, uh, of new things. Come on, he's always doing a new thing. He's the same God in his deity. He's the same God in his power, but he's always doing something new. Come on, you can tell by the seasons. We got seasons. Some you got storms. Some you got rain. Some you got sunshine. Some you got snow. God ain't doing the same thing. That's why the churches is people in the churches are dying and they can't keep the youth because they gotta do new things. They gotta get with God. Praise God. Don't adopt the behaviors of the world, but get with God and do something different. My God. And wait a minute. And then I want to clarify something. Because what I said when they talked about when he put all that, try to give him all them ammunition that this, it was just too heavy, so I can't move with all it. Let me tell you something. There are people in my life, let me clarify that. There are, there are some powerful leaders, there are some, some women and men, women and men of God that's in my life. Yes. And, I, and they have kept me, oh, they don't happen to me. And I mean, I'm not, I will never get so to the point where I can't hear nothing from me because we got to have a discerning spirit yes. and, and be able to have the ear to hear yes. what's out there for. Now, there are, there, are, there are a few people that I ain't got to say no names. If they are there, if they somewhere in this world, in this system, and they listen to this, they know this. And I'm putting it out there that they have been, I'm talking about, awesome. They have given me some tools to go, because I'm, let me tell I'm still growing. Yeah. They are. I'm not, you know, I'm saying with those who, but we talking about those who want to reject you, abandon you, and all that. But I want to give the, the, the I want to give uh, 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 mm-hmm. uh-huh. to those who have allowed God to, to, to they didn't harden their hearts, or they didn't walk in jealousy, or they didn't, you know, regardless of what they felt. Some of them might have felt like what. Well, premature of doing things too soon. But they still didn't allow that to for God to use them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Praise God. I See? think it's very important that we have godly counsel. Godly counsel, yeah, godly you, wisdom. Found yourself yes. The people God might even show them some things that they need to be uh, uh, connected to me so I want You know, it's been so many, you know, ha- that has, uh, I would say, mismanaged the flock and, you know, their people. But then there is many that God will send you because he knows what you stand in the need of. Uh, he will give you that wise counsel. You know, and I liken that to the um, the Hebrew women, sure and pure, how God will strategically put them in position so that when it's time for you to give birth, uh-huh, they will instruct you. Okay, they will help you push it. 
Praise God. Hallelujah. Then the pains are going to be there, but they will, you know what I'm saying, help you push. They will teach you how to breathe, you know, and all of that. Okay. And so, yeah, there are individuals that God has, you know, strategically put in position in our lives so we can move forward and, and, and know, you know, uh, what God has called us to do. Let us, we get ready to wrap it up. Um, we are almost at that hour mark and I don't want to go too long. We actually went over praise God, but it's been so good, but we're going to come back with a part two, but I want to say this, uh, finally, we're going to, I'm going to let you, uh, end this. Uh, there was one more question that David had said, praise God. And I'm gonna give you a few minutes to answer this. Um, he posed the question, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Uh, who is it? Okay. Uh, and in a sense of when we talking about the giants that we fight, okay. And one of them that we uh, pulled out was fear. Praise God. Who is this giant? Okay, or who is those they and those and them, these imps? Okay, who is it that the enemy has sent uh in an effort to sabotage what God has called us to do in this season? That question is for you. Oh, who is, I we actually have, we actually have, but this is the question. Who is it? He said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Who is it? Oh, you can ask me that question. I'm going to just say it like it, like this. It's the enemy of our soul. The enemy of our soul. It's the enemy. Yes. We got to do have faith. Yes. And just have faith in order to 
with yes. these giants who is struggling with these giants. Yes. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Don't Hallelujah. Mm. Don't stop. Yes. Don't give to encourage yourself. You. They don't have to encourage in the Lord. Yes, yes. And don't be trying to get out here and pretend to be something that you're not. Yes. Don't help. It's so, and it's okay to receive help from leaders. I, yes. I'm a pastor and I have a covering. I'm not in this thing by myself. Yes. We can't we need you. You know, we are a body. Yes. One body, Christ. See, I, I, I'm not going to say, say that I'm doing this by myself. God has used people oh, in, my, in my life, yes. see, to help yes. Just because you got the titles don't mean that you don't sometimes need help. You don't need somebody to, to uh, what is that, importation pour into you. Yes, yes. See, I, I'm not going to sit here and say that, you know, that I don't need said a mouthful and it's all true in the name of Jesus. So we're at the final minute. We thank God for um, the impartation. Lord God has just allowed you uh, to come forward with on today. I thank God for the dialogue and the communication on today. It has been a blessing and we pray that uh, we've said something that will be a blessing to you all. Praise God. Hallelujah. And so if you have any inquiries or any um, anything that you want to talk to me about, you can reach me at uh, by email, of course, at sherry.dunn1213 at gmail.com. And we just thank God on this day. Praise God. Hallelujah for his presence. So we love, we loving you on today. We're praying for you. And until next time, may God continue to keep you and shine his face upon you. God bless you all.